Welcome to another episode of the Liquid Lounge. Today is December 10th, 2019. I am your host, Aaron Silverman, and my co-host, Jay Licky. We're excited to have Lindsey Kirk, CMO and founder of Joyant. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me excited today. Excited to learn about your product. We are going to have a great conversation. I know Jake's got some really good questions uh, that he wanted to ask you because he's a big fan of what you do. Let's um, start off with the name, Joyant. Uh, what does it mean? How did you come up with that? So Joyant is a conjugation, French conjugation of joie, which uh, means joy. Uh, the translation of that conjugation itself, joyant, uh, really translates to extreme pleasure. Um, and then it also looks a lot like joint, so yeah. it harkens back to that age-old ritual of smoking a joint. Um, so we like to think of all of our blends as a spectrum of joy. Beautiful. So let's talk about those blends a little bit. What kind of product is Joyant? What kind of pre-rolls? So Joyant is a CBD pre-roll line. We blend CBD and THC. We have um, five different varieties uh, with varying ratios of CBD to THC. And when you say that you blend CBD and THC, there's different ways to do that. Sometimes you can use like one strain that has a ratio that you like, or it sounds like you're mixing different types of flour together. How do you do that? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I founded Joyant in 2016, there were not a lot of people growing CBD at the time. Um, so I would get a high CBD strain and blend that with different THC, uh, high THC strains. Um, so for example, the first uh, blend, round of blends I ever did was with Harley Sue. Um, and then we used Granddaddy Perp and we used a blackjack for our sativa, mm. and uh, we blended those guys to get our different ratios, and then also different effects based with the sativa and the indica. But you probably have a lot more a lot more choices now with high CBD types of strains. Definitely, I was able to in late 2018 use uh, strains that had the characteristics for each blend that we were looking for, which was really unique and special. Um, and all of those strains came from a woman grower as well, which we were really excited to work with. That's great. And one of the things that I've seen, um, and I don't know if the, I'm gonna ask you more about the strains because I'm, I'm curious about it, but um, there's, uh, there's sativa, there's indica, and then there's also ruderalis, how do we say it, do you know? Uh, yeah, I think you have it right. Okay, ruderalis. So I've seen that start to get blended in as well with, um, with some strains. Do you know much about that strain or how that gets blended in? Well, that's a, a, a I think it's just, you know, genetics. Genetics, yeah. It's yeah. not a genetics. Not, a, not the actual plant, but usually they get the genes in. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that ruderalis is one of the, like, foundational CBD strains, like, originally. So you have ruderalis genetics in almost every modern-day CBD strain, I, I believe. I mean, don't start me lying today, but... No, well, no that's a good answer. I didn't know. I mean, I think a lot of people don't I've never heard that word. You can start lying tomorrow. <laughs> not today on the show. Well, if you keep pushing me, we might just tell <laughs> lots of stories. <laughs> so let's go back for a minute for those that are you know starting to pick up on that Mississippi accent a little bit and wondering where the story came from, which I think is a great one. If you could go back and tell us how you got from you know what what was going on in Mississippi and how you ended up with Kiva. Is it that telling? I like to think that it's like. Well, I'm from Texas, so I pick up on a little okay. bit easier, maybe. And for those that so are. So do you feel like you sound like you're from Texas? I do in my head. In your head? Maybe I'm just like it. immune, but yeah. to me yeah. it sounds like, you know. Well, I hear it because I, I hear the y'all when you say y'all, and I hear what some else, of the. What else, though? What's that? What else would you say? You guys, you guys 
No, I just I can I can pick up on the draw a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. and I heard it when you were speaking when you were presenting it originally too, and I was a bit curious. But I think oh. it's a great story on how you got what was going on in Mississippi growing up for you, and how you ended up with Kiva. Um, yeah, so growing up in Mississippi was a big child of like the Dare movement. Um, my mom would smoke a cigarette and I'd be like, "You're smoking drugs," and come to find out, she probably was. Um, I I didn't smoke cannabis for the first time until I was like 17, but when I did, I was like, this is the most familiar smell I've ever smelled. This is the smell of my childhood. Um, and if you rewind a bit, uh, when I was 15, I came home from camp and my mom was like, your dad's been incarcerated. Um, and A, I had to be like, what does incarcerated right. mean? Um, but it turns out that she, she told me he got set up for um, selling weed. And I just kind of went with it and believed her until that incident when I was 17 and I, I called my dad and he had a really good chuckle um, and was like, no, I definitely grew weed when you were growing up. Remember that giant humidor in our dining room? Yeah, that wasn't for your mom's cigar business. That was full of weed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when I, I was living in New Orleans actually, fast forward about 10 years and I I uh, just was feeling like really disillusioned with the corporate world and whatnot and took a road trip, ended up in California and LA and was like, what is this, what is this cannabis industry? I could maybe work in cannabis and not be a second generation offender? Like, yeah. check this out. Um, so yeah, I took my little Prius home and to New Orleans, packed it up and came back out here. And then you met the Kiva folks. Yeah, via Craigslist of yep. all places. Yeah, well, that's, I guess, turned out to be a lot safer than it could have been. Uh, yeah, it's worked out pretty well for me, Craigslist in California. So you did some brand ambassador work for Kiva, had an idea of your own. Definitely. Went, so, to, went to them, and that's when Joint was born. Exactly. Or um, at the time. It was late, well, <clears throat> early, late 2015, early 2016. Um, I, and I think around the same time, Kiva had started to distribute Bloom Farms. And I was like, oh, I want to make something Kiva would sell. Um, I was also on the roads in LA, and as we all know, LA traffic is really stressful. Um, so I wanted to be able to medicate or smoke, um, but I didn't want to be like too high that I rear-ended the person in front of me, or I got to my demo and I couldn't speak to the patients or the bed tenders. Um, so I was combining CBD with THC for my own pre-rolls and really enjoying the experience and being in the dispensaries myself. I knew that this was a product that didn't exist. This was also at the same time I was educating consumers a lot on CBD itself, like as a, um, a rescue for an edible overdose because consumers at the time were having a lot of issues with that, um, especially when you consider this was the age of like the thousand milligram bar yeah, and that sort right. of thing. Um, so I was advising consumers to get a CBD smokable, and I shouldn't call them consumers, they were patients. So. Yeah, at the time. Um, yeah. But I was advising them to get a CBD smokable. That way, if something like happened, they had like too much of an edible experience going on, they could really like level that out. It's not going to make it go away. But yeah, so all those things combined, I was like, I, I just felt a real sense of urgency. Like I need to make this product and I need to get it out there. And then um, the founders of Kiva really just underscored that for me. So then you start getting it out there. And one of the other things that I think you've done that's really impressive is you've put together a a, a pretty strong team um, of executive leadership and experience. Let's talk about who's on your team now and who's joining your team as a result of certain uh, deals. Yeah, so um, 
We were able to bring on John Kraft. Uh, he was the founding CEO of Pandora Media. Um, so he came on as our CEO uh, in early uh, 2019, early this year. Um, so he and I met via uh, a colleague, Rusty, over at Old Pal and just really hit it off. Um, and I'm so excited to have him on the team. Through John, I met uh, the Resonate team who um, just recently made an investment in Joyant, um, moving towards an acquisition. Yeah. Uh, and then we've also got uh, Jeff Seltzer, who is, uh, was formerly with Disney. Um, and then uh, Davide Berto, who is a real pioneer in the sustainable furniture industry, um, as well as um, the spirits industry and, um, and some digital stuff as well. So we've got a really amazing team. We're really excited to, to grow with Resumate and, and their team as well. So I think you actually you skipped a, an important transition when you were just talking, right? You went from working at Kiva, telling them about it, them supporting you, and then a different company. There's a there's like a transition conversation that must have happened at some um, point. Right? Well, so I actually I ran uh, Joyant, formerly Prism, from 2016 from our foundation in 2016 to uh, all the way into January of 2019, pretty much as a one woman band. So um, we were really successful in 2017. Uh, we went statewide with Kiva Distribution. So. Um, uh, and then, well, okay, so with Kiva Distribution, they, w they took us statewide in 2017. I was able to really grow our footprint in SoCal, um, and then Kiva was able to grow our footprint across the state, which was really exciting. In 2018, we were really justified as um, a category because mm -hmm. CBD smokables became a category like MBDS analytics that right. was not a thing before and not only that we were still number one in sales according to BDS um, and that's up against like Marley's Natural and Lowell's and uh, Henry's so and this is just on the CBD side of course um, but that was really gratifying to know that I started a category and then was able to be the leader of that category yeah. um, without any major marketing effort behind that that was just what I was able to do um, and I think we had like a few one-off brand ambassadors helping here and there, but nothing, no like condensed, like well-led marketing effort. Um, so that is why it was so important to build the team in 2019. But yeah, you're right, we did kind of miss that stuff. Yeah, I mean that's usually not all companies are excited about someone that is part of their team doing their own thing outside of that, right? So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> Kiva's been so supportive, you yeah. know, like, um, Scott loves to tell the story, he'll, like, at, at Christmas parties or, you know, whatever, uh, industry events, Hall of Flowers, he'll look at me and be like, can I tell the story? <laughs> and then I'll be like, Lindsay was our brand ambassador, and she created a brand that we wanted to sell, and now we do sell. So yeah. it's a really fun story. That's great. Yeah. So <clears throat> you've got your different blends of the pre-rolls out. Any plans for other products under your brand for the near future? And if so, what, what are some of those? Definitely. So we are going to be doing a three-pack uh, just to bring more value to the consumer. Um, and also, we are going to be launching biodegradable packaging. We want to create a guilt-free experience for the consumer, um, the buyers within the dispensaries, and then for me, myself, because I feel really bad putting all this waste, the, the amount of waste that the cannabis industry is creating right now, it's just obscene. 
So anything I can do to be less of a contributor to that is very important. Go ahead. And you've got uh, a variety of blends. Mm -hmm. How many blends do you have? We have five blends. You have five blends. And you've and what are the, they each have, a, and if they're effect based, right? Precisely. Yeah. So we have Flourish, and Flourish is going to be a CBD dominant blend. It's never going to have um, enough THC to like truly get you stoned per se. Um, right now we're using a uh, Suzy Q that's testing at like 17.4% CBD, which is just amazing for a CBD pre-roll strain, um, and then 0.7% THC, so a very small amount of that's THC. Almost the 0.3, right? Precisely, okay. precisely. Um, and then, so that's Flourish, and Flourish is always gonna be very consistent in that way that it is your CBD dominant strain. Um, it's great for consumers who enjoy, or like want to enjoy cannabis, or want to use cannabis um, specifically, or you know, recreationally and medicinally um, without the traditional high. They don't want to, a lot of people feel a little bit out of control, like it's not a high that they're used to, especially like new and returning consumers. Um, then we've got Create, and Create is an, a sativa blend. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be around 6% THC right now, and I think it's like 11% CBD. So it's more of like a two to one. Yeah. Um, it's a really great like daytime creative, um, uh, like nice for an afternoon head change. If you wanna smoke uh, after lunch and like kind of give your brain a little bit of a, you know, an uplift. Um, it's a really nice blend for that. Um, and then we've got uh, Unwind which is our indica blend. And I'm sorry, you like to know strains. So in Create, it is Jackie O and the Suzy Q. So okay. we blended those two. Um, then we've got Unwind, which is an indica blend. And that guy's gonna have the Suzy Q and then we use Forbidden Fruit. So it's mm. really tasty and like fragrant. Mm. Um, and then it's more of a one-to-one. -one. So I think it's like 10% and 10% of CBD okay. and THC. And that's, it's not precisely that, but it's in that range. Um, and it's great for like evening. It produces like a nice little couch lucky effect. Um, and it's, it's really like, it's a really relaxing high. Um, then we've got Bliss, which is a hybrid. It's going to be the Suzy Q, the Forbidden Fruit, and the Jackie O. It's gonna have a little bit more of that Jackie O though than the Forbidden Fruit. So think of it as like more of a sativa leaning hybrid. Um, it's really like bright and euphoric. Um, I think it's great for sharing. It's more of a two to one as well. So it's like six and a half percent THC and 11% CBD. It produces a really great effect. It's, it's super unique. Um, I, I think it's very social. I always recommend that one to people who like want something to bring to a party or something. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Poise, which is another hybrid, but it's more of a true hybrid. And it's gonna be a one to one uh, with the THC to CBD. And again, it is all three of those strains that we're using right now, the Suzy Q, Jackie O, and the Forbidden Fruit. Cool. So <clears throat> what, um, what should folks know about Joyant um, as, a, as a brand? What, what, what should they know about and what can they expect and you know, so they can start building trust and, and building a relationship with Joyant? Definitely, so we are CBD focused. We are always gonna provide a spectrum of blends um, for the most discerning consumer. Um, specifically consumers who um, appreciate the health and wellness of CBD with THC, as well as the convenient fast-acting relief of inhaled cannabis. 
So that's uh, that's awesome. One of the things that I feel is going to be difficult for consumers to build trust with good brands and good products is going to be the the uh, inability to find it at lots of different locations. You know, they'll be used to finding a certain product or brand in their home location, their home dispensaries, or even in their home areas. And but then all of a sudden they travel down from the Bay Area to say L.A. or to San Diego, for that matter. Uh, and they can't find those products or those brands, so they end up being sold something else that might be similar for whatever reason, and therefore opens up the opportunity for them to develop a relationship with a new brand or a competing brand. And while I don't think there's lots of competition out there right now, I think there's a lot of you know th- there's bad businesses competition. How many stores are you guys in so that folks that do find your product and fall in love with it or start to build a relationship with it, what can they expect to do to, in order to maintain it? It's a great question. So we are very lucky to be distributed by Kiva Sales and Service, who distributes our products across the state. So um, right now we are in um, about 40 to 50 dispensaries. We just did a rebrand from Prism Farms to Joyant. Um, and in doing so, we, um, we're having to resell into a lot of our accounts. That being said, consumers who might visit an account that does not have Joyant, it can um, be delivered almost next day by Kiva Sales and Service. So if you do go into a dispensary that doesn't have our products and you're looking for them, I'm so sorry. But please ask your bud tender uh, to just give Kiva a call and get an order sent over. We can get it there overnight. Pretty do- in most cases. Are you doing in-store type um, type marketing, you know, experiences and setting up things mm-hmm. and education? Yeah, we. If you keep an eye out, we do um, different installations um, where we like to do like BOGO deals. Um, obviously, that's like buy one get one for a dollar because we've got to cover the tax costs. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we love to do stuff like that. It's great so that consumers can try more than one blend at a time. Yeah, and. I'd like to go back to something you said before about having sort of the fast-acting effect of a smokable, but CBD, in in my, you know, just sort of anecdotal personal experience, most people don't understand what, C- if, what a high CBD content product is going to do for them that's different. And, you know, I've um, talked to a few people recently, and they, uh, um, especially older people, that were like, oh, well, I used to smoke back in the day. The new stuff is way too strong for me. It freaks me out. I can't handle it. Um, and then I'll bring up a high CBD smoke, and like for most people have not heard of it and don't understand how that's going to be different. If you're explaining that that experience of a high CBD product to someone who hasn't heard of it, how do you? You probably have a better way of describing it than I do because you. There's a couple of different <clears throat> things that I like to use. One of them is CBD and THC are a lot like vitamin D and calcium. You need both of them to absorb the other optimally. Um, and vice versa. So same with CBD and THC, but every body is different. So your ratio is unique to you. Um, If you're not someone who enjoys or like you feel like cannabis these days is much too strong for you, um, and you don't enjoy like that feeling of, um, that high feeling, then you're gonna wanna stick with something with a lower ratio of CBD to THC. If you're someone like myself who, enjoys that little bit of a head change or like wants to feel something. I'm, I'm, if I smoke, there's times when I like to ingest CBD and, and that's great, it's perfect like when I have anxiety or a migraine or I'm hungover. I don't want any THC. I'm gonna feel like I'm on a ship and I'm seasick. Um, but otherwise, I do enjoy a little bit of a high. I think it helps a lot with like anxiety um, and that sort of thing. But um, for a consumer who is just gonna try um, a CBD product who might not have 
thought they felt it before or doesn't really understand the effects of CBD, I recommend that you um, use it when you're dealing with something. So like if you're, if you're someone who has anxiety and you know that there's some sort of social situation or some sort of situation that's gonna happen soon where you might have situational anxiety where you need um, assistance with that in the moment but you don't want it to maybe like weigh you down for an extended period of time, I would say save a CBD smokable for around that time because you can start with one to two puffs. You're gonna feel it pretty much immediately and know when you've felt that relief and can put it out and easily like mitigate your dose, so to speak. Um, additionally, like if you're feeling great, your body's feeling great and you smoke CBD or you ingest CBD, you're probably gonna feel even better, but you're feeling so great already that that might not be noticeable. Yeah, exactly. So I do suggest like waiting till you have a migraine, anxiety, um, if you're someone who tends to get like headaches or um, nausea, you know, like save it for a time like that. Maybe even if you get motion sickness or you know, in a car if you're with some cool friends that are gonna let you medicate. Some cool friends, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what's your target audience look like? You're very female focused. You can tell that by your branding and, and your packaging. And returning consumers as well. So you hit the nail on the head. There are a ton of consumers who are like, oh, I used to smoke back in the day. What the hell is this weed that you guys have nowadays? Like this cannabis is insane. And it is. We're growing strains in California that are 30 plus percent. That is unheard of yeah so i can understand that if you're like a old stoner from back in the day and you pick something up now and it rocks your world that's probably not the experience you were looking for yeah. um we're or, very much there maybe. for that <laughs> yeah maybe um but we're very much there for the consumer who wants to like dip their toe back in safely and responsibly and then one more question i'll uh, yeah, please. the um with a lot of uh, like uh, CBD tinctures or edibles or gummies or capsules or whatever it is, you know, there's um, sort of an indication of it takes a certain amount of time for that to build up in your system. And obviously that's because the, your body absorption is going to be very different. Um, but people say, you know, whatever it is, number of days or weeks before uh, people start to see effects. Obviously you get the, the short-term effects really quickly with the smokable, but how does that work over medium and long-term? Is there um, a certain amount of because you're now you have CBD in your system. Do, do you have a? Is there still a ramp up to that, or or does there a plateau, or does it, like if you have a high CBD strain today, via smokable, does that have an effect for you tomorrow as well? Is there uh, so because it's in your body? No, it's going to be like a you know, like a cannabis smokable, and maybe there's some science. Like I'm, maybe there's some science against this, but in general when you're talking about like what's the difference between an inhalable and an ingestible and a, a topical an inhalable is going to be felt immediately and when those effects dissipate uh, they've dissipated now that being said you've still got cbd and thc sitting around in your your fatty muscle tissue i mean that's yeah. why people have to wait 30 days to pass a, a clean drug test um but yeah, you're gonna feel it immediately and when those effects wear off, then they've worn off. It's great to use a smokable in conjunction with a sublingual or a, um, an edible or um, a salve. Yeah. It's great to use a regimen of those <coughs> things together um, because then you can kind of cover all your bases. Let's say like you're having more pain than your edible, your edible's not covering your pain that day and normally it would have. Well, you can have a smokable and that's gonna immediately kind of kick in an extra um, help to your 
topical or, booster. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What um, What are some of the other brands out there that you've seen that you think are either really cool or doing a good job? You know, building a brand or building trust with customers and. What is it that they're doing that you're impressed with? Well, obviously, I'm going to say Kiva because right. they're, you know, the original um, mentor and uh, example. Um, but it, even when we, one of the things that was really important to me when I founded Joyant um, was that we tested the, the pre-rolls and, like, put the testing on them of exactly, like, what ratio of CBD to THC it was um, and that it was safe. Um, and this was in 2016. So this was not required by law um, to any extent, uh, but we still decided to do that. That's something that we got from Kiva um, because that's what Kiva was founded on, was being a very consistent edible. Um, who else do I really like out there? I really love that CBD. Um, I love what they're doing for animals. I think that it's amazing. I also think that they're very, very responsible about it. THC can be toxic to a lot of other animals, specifically like dogs and cats. Um, so it, it can be a little scary to like put high amounts of THC into an animal product and they, I've seen companies out there doing it and I just think that that's, it's not necessarily bad, I just don't know that it's like the most responsible way if it's something that could be toxic to dogs. So I, I think that, that CBD's been very thoughtful about that. Um, I love Old Pal. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. Old Pal earlier. Love Old Pal there. Um, personally, like just great friends of mine um, and they've been great mentors to me as well. Um, who else? Prism, that brand. Well, yeah, pr yeah formerly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Humboldt Apothecary. Are y'all familiar yep. with them? Absolutely. Oh, their tinctures are amazing, and they just got to do their alcohol tinctures again. And their alcohol tinctures, well, you obviously yeah, know they this, started but with those, yeah. yeah, they add other like herbs and things. Like the cannabis is also uh, almost ancillary to the like the herbs yeah, and okay. things so they've got great packaging too mm -hmm. yeah, yeah really they good. do well we use their graphic designer oh, for okay. our logo redesign awesome <laughs> all right last question what uh what do you want to accomplish in 2020 <sighs> like if, the, if we're sitting here next year at this time what are you saying that happened that made your year successful well we have a really exciting um licensing agreement with a well-known um show but I'm not going to say anything. Does yet. this help I'm, bring it? Does this help make it happen more? Uh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> this the I'm, magic? I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, manifesting. Yes. All right. <laughs> so we will uh, we uh, won't so, talk about that, but we will all wait with bated breath. For exactly. You I'm so it. excited for that to happen. I, when that happens, I'll just be like jumping for joy. That's been jumping a long for joint. Jumping for joyant. Uh, that's been a long so time in the way. extreme jumping. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, the biodegradable packaging. I'm just going to be so, so happy about that. Like, I, I want to, like, do good for the earth, and that's going to feel really good personally for me. Um, and to really, like, put some cohesive marketing efforts behind the brand, which is something, like, we haven't gotten to do yet. So, yeah. Well, yeah. we're excited to talk with you about that for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, what you're doing is awesome. Your brand is fantastic. I love your story. I think uh, where it began, uh, how you got jumped off here in California and where you're taking this with your team is really, really impressive. And it's exactly what this cannabis industry needs. I think uh, you're doing a lot of good for the industry, helping to polish and restigmatize it. I was really excited to have you in here. Great for, grateful for you to be on the show. Jake, thanks for being here as well. Uh, good luck with everything you're doing. Can't wait to be a part of it. And uh, definitely keep us in, uh, in the loop with what's happening with your brand. I will. Thank you so much for having me. This yeah, absolutely. Very fun. Yeah, thanks for sponsoring <laughs> the show. Thanks for watching another episode of the Liquid Lounge. We had Lindsay Kirk, the 
co the founder and CMO of Joyant. So be on the lookout for their products everywhere across the state of California and uh, watch out for them in the news. In the meantime, stay tuned for another episode coming up. And one last thing, oh. it, it is the website that people can find more information. And oh. your social channels. Yeah, joyant.com, J-O-I-A-N-T, uh, at joyant on Instagram and on Twitter at getjoyant. Perfect. There well, there you have it. Those will all be across the bottom of the screen right now as we're talking about it. Thanks. Marketing. Yes, marketing. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again for being here. This was awesome. Be on the lookout for joint products uh, all across the state of California. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Lindsay, for being here. Thank Appreciate you. it. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Kind of cut off my handshake. Good.